Welcome to the Teach Me Senpai podcast. We are trying to... No, you're an idiot. You're an Wait. idiot. You're supposed to say your fucking name. Say your name. Just say your name. It's not that hard. We can't be stumbling this early. Alright, cool. But, but, right, start. okay. Sean, what's your name? I don't know, man. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Stop fucking about. Right, that's, that's a vinegar. Right, <laughs> that is a straight vinegar. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome. I'm going to put, like, three flies in it. Oh, you're interrupting the introduction, man. Okay. Welcome to the Teach Me Senpai podcast. I am Sean Hunt. I'm Harrison Hunt, and we are two weeaboo dudes trying to get our normal non-weeaboo mate into anime in the worst way possible. And that mate in question is none other than Peter Bucket. Say hello, Peter. It's Beckett, but hello. This month, we've been watching a slice of life anime called Your Lie in April. And uh, Peter, just before we begin and we get into the real meat of this thing, um, I just want you to sort of summarise this anime, like your thoughts on it, using only body gestures, and Sean will try and describe them. I was going to say that isn't going to make good radio, but yeah. um... Uh, Peter's uh, (laughs) slashing his wrists and playing piano. Okay. Slashing my wrists? I was playing a violin. Oh. Oh, right. I I thought he was slashing your wrists as well. Oh, God. Um, right, well with that, let's get the fuck on with the fucking review with this shit. Spoilers are plenty. Oh yes. Hmm? I'm a And they're not half bad. Mila told me something. The moment I laid eyes on him, my old life just blew away. Everything I saw and heard, everything I felt, The world around me took on color in a way I never knew it could. The whole world began to sparkle. So, Your Lion April is a slice-of-life anime, as I mentioned before, and before we get into anything, we're going to talk about the plot. However, just before we do that, Peter, were you a fan of this? Yes. Oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sick, man. Nice. Why, nice. oh, dear? Why, oh, dear? Well, no, well, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased about that, because um, has Peter watched a slice-of-life anime before? Because before this, we started this podcast, for listeners that don't know, Peter had never watched an anime before. Uh, I guess, yeah, he has, because he's watched Love Live, which yeah, is all gonna... about schoolgirls doing dancing and shit. Yeah, I was going to say, did, yeah, Love Live, that's a slice-of-life anime, isn't it, really? But that's a good one. Yeah, and, Pete, and now you've watched this one, Pete. Yeah, I have. And you liked it. And I did. So, cool. Well, let's let's get on and talk about the plot then, because this one is all about a guy called Kosei, right? And he's, oh no, he's sad because he used to play the piano, but then his mum died and now he doesn't play the piano anymore. And um, now he goes to school every day and he doesn't play the piano anymore. But uh uh-oh, he's walking through the park and he sees a sexy lady playing a melodica. And uh uh-oh, it sounds really good and she's really sexy. 
And not only that, but she's good with kids. And she's also sexy. Did I mention sexy? You may have mentioned it once or twice. Yeah, I mean, like, if you like underage 15. And I do. <laughs> oh, dear. Take that, FBI. <laughs> All right, calm down, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Just a disclaimer, I do not. Um, but the point is, is that he does. And uh, so that's where we, we the romance begins, you know. He's into underage kids, and as a result, well, he is one as well. Well, so yeah, he's 14, and so is she. So it's all right. Is yeah. that all right? I don't that's know. fine. Leave a comment. But the point is, is that she's into music, he's into music, and uh, she's got a concert coming up, and she plays the violin. He goes and sees her plays the violin, and it reignites his passion for music, sort of a bit. Well, not really, because... Because he still hates playing the piano. He does, but she can sort of... uh, She wants to try and get her spark back, you know? She wants to try and get him to realise his... That he is a piano player... Uh, and you know he can jam with the best of them but the problem is is that she doesn't know that he's got a dark past because the reason that he hates piano playing so much is because his mum was always forcing him to play the piano and she was dying and also and all of this shit so it's always traumatic whenever he plays the piano well a it forces him to relive the memories of his mum dying and her, her forcing him to play it and addition to that he uh, also can't hear the notes anymore because it's so traumatic that his brain sort of cuts them out. Uh, is that a real thing that can even happen? I don't know. Uh, I would imagine so. It's sort of like PTSD, isn't it? So like weird things, weird things can happen to you in a traumatic event. So it wouldn't surprise me. But the thing is, is a lot of this is sort of stemmed on the fact that she was quite abusive to him when he was playing. Yeah, exactly. And you well, know, a lot of people that are going through uh, illnesses and things like this can be abusive. It's a real thing that can happen. But then, as soon as a moment that's really touching and really actually uh, sort of quite deep happens, something completely stupid will happen immediately after this. Got through it, and it, it has a real inconsistency with tone. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. Was she abusive, though? She was, all... of course she was. She was saying to him, you've got to be the best, you've got to carry on doing this. She was a bit like Michael Jackson's father. She was hitting him with a, like her walking stick. So, so as the plot continues, the girl that he meets, whose name I forget, uh, Cowrie. Cowrie. The girl, Cowrie, she, she, she's trying to get him to continue playing the piano and enter all sorts of competitions and shit, despite the fact that it's drudging up all these memories. But she's trying to get him to face these bad memories. Meanwhile, she keeps on playing the violin and she plays the violin so hard... She goes into hospital. <gasps> she passes out. Exactly. I mean, this is a theme in anime, as you're starting to recognise, Pete. Uh, definitely, yeah. There's well, a lot of passing out in anime. But the thing is, right, when they go there, she's really, really chipper and things like this. Uh-oh, has she got some kind of illness? Well, we'll just have to find out later in a twist that will surprise absolutely no one. Anyway, the point is, is that as the plot goes on, it... Pretty much, they, we can summarise this quite quickly because the thing is, the plot basically is she forces him to play piano, they love each other and they will never admit it because they're too wrapped up in, in doing music and she's too wrapped up in forcing him to play music and then, shall I just cut to the end? Yeah. Uh, well, Because well, yeah. not, not much in the middle really matters. I mean, you no, know what's going to happen. It does, because he, he also, Kosei has a best friend... Uh, well, two best friends, to be fair, who have really shit side stories. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of liked. Uh, I kind of liked Subaki. Uh, that's one. Subaki is a great character, but shit, her side story was abysmal. I mean, I like so the... his best mate, who is a girl called Subaki, sort of meets a bloke. He's a shit character. 
they break up. That's the story. But the big yeah. thing about it is that she's like um, Corsair's next door neighbour. So yeah. they've been friends for like many, many years. I thought uh, I thought the breakup was uh, was quite well done. Um, it was, but then but then I didn't really care about the bloke. I mean, the, no, the, no, the, no. He, he was such a shit character. He was, he was. But I liked, I did kind of like that because he, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, okay, you know, he's clearly carp about it. But it was like her reaction more than anything, really. Yeah, because me. she was the one you cared about. Yeah, and then yeah. and then his other mate, I forget his fucking name as well, but his other oh. mate, he was like, he was this soccer player. And then there was a point where he he loses his his team loses a soccer game right, and it was like really really important to him. And I was like, when he lost it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he was he was in a soccer team. And I was just like, was I supposed to be giving a shit about this? Yeah, because you only ever see it in like one part of one episode where he's actually playing playing soccer, but it and then it cuts to him being in a championship game and could decide his whole future, and they lose. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, this guy. But he's a yeah. cool character again. But it's just yeah, like, he was a good character. why did they bother with the? Why did they bother with these side stories? You know what I mean? It, it, it really was pointless. I get that he's a football player and all this stuff, but who gives a fuck? Uh, you know? It was really. I've, I've, well, I, I thought it was more to show that he he was sort of uh, he had a lot of things to do really because uh, in the end it turns out he's quite a flaky guy. Yeah, but f- I don't know. But does that further the plot? Is it interesting? If the answer is no, then fucking bin it. Um, no, no. Well, it turns out in the end, uh, Cowrie says that she wants someone more steady than him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is one of the. This is a very good point that you bring up because Cowrie, uh, the person that our main character Kose uh, is in love with, it well, she it maintains throughout the series that she's in love with Kose's best mate. Now, this sort of turns out to be untrue but the point is is that yeah so throughout the whole thing she's saying oh I'm in love with this football playing guy and that is uh, just just straight out flat out bollocks that's sort of the main reason that Kose's best mate is in it really yeah but to be fair you don't actually find out that she's been maintaining this relationship with the soccer player like despite being in love with him until the very end yeah and in the first episode yeah so she at the beginning he says oh, I've been dating Cat, this what this girl, right? Yeah. He says, oh, "I've been dating this girl," and then right at the end, they remind you of it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah, it was really stupid. So, but the thing about it is, is that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna skip to the end now, right? Because wait, no, because you have to talk about. Um, so well, you're well, saying, well, mate, you're saying there, about, there's nothing else. There's nothing no, else no, to the story. Because in episode 15 is when you find out that she definitely has an illness. Uh, you were saying the twist that surprised no one, so we should probably talk about that. No, yeah, but because... it doesn't matter though, because the fucking end. Okay, so yeah, you definitely find out she has an illness because she she drops down and goes to the hospital again, and then she's in there for ages, and then fucking uh, the main character Kosei doesn't. He can't decide whether or not to go and visit her, and all of this shit, and it's really dumb. And then in the end, she dies. End. No, but that was a really good bit, I thought. It was like, a good bit, but the point is, is that like the story he's... is so fucking predictable, and that's just it. It could be summarised so easily, because the story, you can see it coming from a mile off. Yeah, you can, but that's not the point of it. It's, it sort uh... of is, though. I mean, the point is, is that it's a, it's a drama about characters, and, and then... And, and you're supposed to care about what happens to the characters, and yeah, if, if you can see what happens to the characters from a mile off... I think, though, It's a bit of a shame, isn't it? I mean, um... and, and so she dies... In the end, we'll talk yeah. about we'll talk about what, what how we felt about it. But she dies in the end, and then and then Kose has gets a note from her that basically says she was in love with him the whole time, but she didn't want to tell him because she didn't want to get in the way of his p- piano playing. 
I, I thought that was done really well. I thought yeah, it's more I, the way. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying because you didn't see her die. Everyone going no. It was like really classily done. You know, you're saying from like a mile off and like maybe I don't know. Like yeah, I suppose that might be true. But the story, uh, the, the way the, it's that, done, is really good though. The, yeah, is. I'd have to agree with you. The way that 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 thing was done in the end was that. Uh, was really good. It was beautiful, and and the thing about it is, is the whole the whole thing. There there are so many things that are done done in a, in an amazingly beautiful way. The whole uh, the whole relationship between Kosei and Kaoria is done incredibly well. I think even the relationship between Kosei and Subaki is done really well as yeah, well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you get these moments where where like when he's playing the piano on his own in his um uh in his house, and she's sitting in her bedroom uh his neighbour with the door open listening to it yeah and it's like there's so many touching moments in this in this yeah. thing the, the bit where um, the bit where she hurts her ankle and he's carrying her home yeah that was awesome yeah but the thing about it is is, is that there, I feel like there's three there's three types of uh, moment in this anime right and the trouble is is that the story is quite simple and that's all you want from a from a slice of life, right? Absolutely. I don't mind necessarily that it's predictable because it's the it's the little moments that matter, right? And there's three types in this, and two of them I found incessantly annoying, right? The first is you get these really simple touching moments that are well written and simply written, right? Yep. Then you get the others that are completely overwritten and annoyingly fuckingly stupid written, right? I Stupidly found, written. I found the football one uh, with that guy to be to be one of those. I think that was a bit much. I'd yeah, agree. and a lot of the a lot of the moments when uh, where they ended episodes were like that. So let's say, for example, you get a moment where uh, Kauri and um, uh, Kosei would be sitting on a bench, right? And he's he's upset and he's trying to get over something, and she'll be she'll tell him something like, "You see." It's just like emotions are like when the fucking spring blooms fall to the ground. There, there are so many moments where people just don't talk like humans. No, they they try to use an analogy literally for every situation. Know, it is quite grating. I quite like that because it's not when they're saying stuff. Because they're, when they're saying stuff... It's no, it is usually when they're saying stuff. I thought it was when they... When they're thinking, it's and, when... uh, yeah, and it's when they're saying. Yeah, so. that's what grated me the most is when it was in dialogue, like in um, when they're talking to each other. But when they're actually narrating, I thought it was absolutely fine. Yeah, and it was just like that type of dialogue. And then the third type of moment was the comedy, which I felt was completely unnecessary in this. It didn't quite... didn't need to be there. It could have been there in bits, but it seemed like every time you had a moment that was touching and nice and decent. They would have to follow up with something funny to cut through the tension, and they had no uh, no idea about comic timing in this. I felt like if they took the comedy out and just kept it as something classy and adult, this would have been near perfect. And that's what fucking annoyed me about it. It's like there there was there was one moment that really stuck out to me. It's that there was there was a point where Kosei's rival, like his piano rival from when he was a kid. Um, is, sort is of like Aikas? Uh, no, no, that was the girl. There was yeah. a, there was a bloke called like I don't know Takashi or something like this, right? Okay. And he that he he hadn't like um, seen him for two years, yep. and then Kosei's turned up again in the piano competitions after two years, and he's like, I can't wait to beat this motherfucker in a piano competition. All of this, mm-hmm. and he plays his heart out, and it's like this amazing scene, beautifully animated, where where like you can see every fucking piano stroke and all of this and he's sweating his ass off he's play, he plays it amazingly and this song is incredible as well 
and then he gets off the stage, confronts his rival, points at him, and he says, uh, "See, what did you think of my performance?" or something like that. And then, and then Kose just says, uh, he, "He says, I thought you're amazing." And it's like it could be this really touching moment where he, he realizes his rival is human, and he's like, "Oh, thank you. Oh, what did you think? I can't believe you thought that I'm so great and all this." And he turns into like a uh, like a really badly drawn version of himself, and it's just like. It's a bit fanboy nerdgasm sort of moment, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it just ruins like like what could have been one of the greatest moments of this, or or what was one of the greatest moments in the series. Like, I yeah. thought sometimes they got it right when there was a gut punch and then a little little light light hearted comedy that sort of yeah. It was, it was never little light hearted for me though. They, they always went for that big Azumangadayo type Lieutenant Armstrong style fucking gigantic comedy, and I was just like, it doesn't fit here. Like, are you trying to be? Like this touching, beautiful adult anime, or are you trying to be the kids? What are, what is it? What is it you're trying to do here? Yeah, because I've watched similar anime like Orange, and that doesn't do that sort of thing, and it's been benefits from it really. You can't, yeah, you got to be one or the other, like you say. I think same goes for it's, it's only a manga, but the but Girlfriends is a romance anime that that uh, manga, sorry, that 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 doesn't have a lot of humor in it, and it's it sort of really benefits from it because you. When I get into a slice of life thing, either I want it to be a comedy or I want it to be a slice of life. Do you know what I mean? I like, think I think Love Live did a good balancing thing though, really, didn't it? Because that was that was quite funny at times. The difference with that though, you know that you're getting into something that is is going to be cutesy and about fucking stupid pop songs. Yeah, you know, you know it's not going to be serious from the off offset. Yeah, even with like, the title, this in a sense dresses it up from the very beginning to be a serious slice of life. You're like the title alone sort of sums that up, and then as you go along, it sort of it shows that. But then you have these comic moments that like just just don't hit home because of the timing more than anything and the way they deliver it just wasn't right yeah and like even the opening 30 seconds as well is like is is fucking it's like beautiful like the the when he's playing the piano and you go fucking hell this is gonna be great that drew me in straight away same here and then you're like and then there are bits that just fucking cut through it like like a fucking hot knife through butter and you're just like shit man this is like really take taking me out of the experience like it's a shame because because I, I I've never been so conflicted because this isn't for me like a middle of the road anime. It's like it's I simultaneously hate it and absolutely love it. It's weird. Uh, I really I did really like this. Yes, I have some criticisms about it, and we've obviously discussed a fair few of them. But overall, I I did really enjoy what I watched of this. Mm. It was it was beautiful at times. It was yeah. amazingly well animated and. The story itself, while simplistic, was just hit home in yeah. completely every way, shape, and form. It's just the comic timing for me was such a big letdown for it. Yeah, and it was unfortunate. And some of the, and like we said, the side characters as well—they were kind of a bit tropey, a bit lame, and a bit, bit annoying at times. Actually, especially this rival character was just. That was fucking it was a bit, stupid. Bit stupid, really. It was fucking dumb. Right. And that gigantic cloud strife hair as well. That was just. It was just like, what the hell is this doing here, man? Um, I think that was supposed to be like that famous piano dude, that Nigel dude, wasn't it, or something? Nigel, Nigel, the piano player. That Nigel dude. All right, I'm Nigel, mate. <laughs> oh, it's me, Nigel. All right, mate. <laughs> Nigel Symphony Number Nine. Good Nigel, symphony. everyone. Good old Nigel. That. Bit at the end was a good bit of comic timing, really. Be- well, bit- where she died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When 
you know, right at the very end when as when he's walking along, and then Sabaki comes along in his path and she kicks him in the shin. I thought that was quite heartwarming. Mm. Yes, it's heartwarming, mm. but it's not funny. No, it's not really funny. Yeah, was, but you said that. You said it was like it, it was, was meant funny. to be. No, I said it. it but was, it's not funny. It was a comic moment, but it, but yeah. a comic moment but, has to be funny, unfortunately, and that was it not. It was more. T- it can just be something just to make you smile to cut through tension. It doesn't necessarily have it, to make you laugh. Yeah, I didn't, that's what it was I didn't, for me. It was just a bit heartwarming, and you know, it's just like, it would be nice to have just some subtle humour in a fucking anime for once. Just once. Yeah. I just want to see that. Just it, once, man. I mean. Uh, it might just be my own ignorance, but can somebody just point out like one anime that has something that's like you just to, some subtle comedy? You have to sort of read to do that, though. You have to read manga or. Alright, then name me one or... manga that has subtle comedy in it. Uh, monster. <laughs> <laughs> I found Monster to be very chucklesome. Ten out of ten. <laughs> one Piece, maybe, but I don't know. One Piece isn't subtle in any way. Yeah. You're a moron. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think we sort of um, summarise how we felt about the plot. Yeah. Um, before we move on to other other aspects of it, um, I believe that we've we, it's time for some facts. We, we got some facts. Sean, I mean, last week, last week, Peter sort of took the facts away from you, so still, yeah. still feeling a bit, bit. No, that's right. No, there's, there's, there's no problem here because we've collaborated on the facts this time. Well, the funny thing about this, Pete, is. Funny thing about this is I know you're fucking bullshitting me, right? Because Sean, Sean, he's revealed something to me yesterday. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I know. I don't like, I don't like lies, Pete. You're lying, April. You're lying. What month is it? We're not in April. We're you're in lying, May. Well, this kind of fits the point. A lied is a lie, Pete. I'm joking. You don't lie to me. No, we. No, no nobody lies to no, me. He didn't, he didn't lie. He just forgot. Shut up. He just forgot. Sean, about shut up. The don't truth. you, don't you, don't you try and bail him out. What the fuck is that noise? There's some sort of rat in the in the wall. Right. We've, so get fuck the wall, rat. Right. Pete, got, <laughs> shut up. Right. Because no. I was around Sean's last night. I know. And he said that you two were going to collab on it, right? Yeah. And and then and then he said that, and then Sean couldn't because I went around Sean's last night. Well, the thing is, is that so you've done facts on your own and you're trying to you're trying to sort of bolster Sean's reputation by saying that you did them together. No, because I felt quite like quite bad about taking his little fat cupboard fuck away him. from him. Fuck him. Like, he, I don't. I don't he, want to. Ingest the cupboard yeah. into the vault. Yeah. <laughs> Just ingest the cupboard, man. Because he never did a good thing. No, because then the cupboard will be in the vault, and then you have like the cupboard. Well, a vault, in the vault is a bigger container. And then we'll put a box in that cupboard. Shut up. And that right, no, yours. look. Fuck, fuck him. He never, he never once did a good. He never once did a good fact segment. Constantly. Shut up. You do, stop no. talking over me. You deserve no, this. I'm, I'm <laughs> You're doing it now. Shut up. I waited for you to finish. Shut up. Right. No. <laughs> Shut up. Pete. Yes. You deserve this, but don't lie and try to make Sean look good. He's an evil person. He's not an evil person. He He's is. been made to look a pantomime villain on this show. And rightly so the first time. Dun, dun, Shut up, Sean. Dun, Shut up. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Those. Like, rightly so the first time yes. when you got the vinegar in. That's fair enough. 
But I just you know, threw a USB stick yeah, at him. Excellent. Um, all, all right. right can so we have some facts then? We, we can have some facts. So, did you know that most of the locations in the show are based on real life locations? So, the uh, Tower Hall is actually based on the Culture Centre in Kerima. Hang on, Tower Hall's in London, isn't it? No, Tower. T O W A. No, it isn't. Sorry, carry on. All right, brilliant. Well, that's, that's... a good fact, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, good fact. Yeah, so the show had a special animator working on it, the director of special violin animation by the name of Asaka Kazuki. How specialised do you have to be to work on just violin animation? Well, based, I can't imagine it comes up that well. Well, this is, this is why I mentioned it, because there is actually um, another fact that's sort of based on that, is that uh, three episodes of this were actually animated by only one person. What the fuck? Yes, yeah, so that's actually amazing. So episodes five, ten, and twelve were animated, and they were like mu- massive musical segments. So they're like the concerts were animated by one person. If oh, anybody, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. If anybody watching watching this podcast with their ears has, is um, is has seen this anime, you'll know what an amazing feat that is because the musical segments are fucking amazing. They're incredible. Your Lion April had five times the amount of pre-production time than any other show. That's a good. That's a good fact. Cowrie's violin performances were so highly animated as the animators had actually filmed live performances of an unnamed violinist and animated Cowrie based on her movements. Pretty good. Pretty good. So yeah, they do that a lot nowadays. They did it for Cowboy Bebop, and since then, yeah. like a lot of studios have started doing that. So yeah, good fact. Good fact. Yeah. Originally, the, the series was going to have a different ending because originally this was a manga, wasn't it? So what? She was going to die, and then she was going to get no, out of the grave. The, no, in the manga, she dies, obviously. Right. Um, but in the show, it was originally going to be that she actually survived the operation to play oh. again. Oh, that would have been a bit loud. Um, yeah. However, this never happened as the director had already told the studio the ending and didn't want to interfere with the staff who were already planning for the ending. I've got one other fact before I'm going to launch the last fact because I feel that that will actually play in naturally to something yeah I gotta be honest this is going on a bit long it's getting a bit uh, boring alright okay <laughs> uh, did you know that the creator of One Piece actually loved this series stating that he was jealous of it good man good man uh, that's a bit of a naff fact that's I, a bit like, of a rubbish no, one you gotta bring it back no, with the last a, one he was only jealous of it because of its way of portraying music in yeah. an anime yeah. As an accompaniment to that, the day after that he made that interview, the publishers of the original manga had to re like order more reprints. It's very good. Nice. So is that it? Nope, I've got one last one. You're really taking the piss now, Pete. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to take this away no, from you. If this you, honestly, mate, if Jeez. you do this many facts next time, it's over. Well, these are good facts, though. Yeah, they're all right, but that that one piece one was a bit naff. No, it was good. Like Odisan, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. But okay. the point is, is that if honestly, if this fact, if this next fact is any longer than five seconds, oh, look, it's gone. Give oh, me the last fact. Fine. It is is although it's never been stated, fans of the anime have theorised that Kya- that uh, Kyori's illness is either bone marrow failure (ALS) or Frederick's ataxia. Um, I don't know what those are to be honest so <sighs> okay <laughs> I mean you're on thin ice Pete if I'm being honest I thought that was interesting um, <laughs> no it was it was alright good good fact covered Pete bit long I think you're taking a piss I think that that's probably going to be half the fucking podcast but probably not next time keep it short keep it short keep it snappy I'm pretty sure your intro took up more time yeah probably yeah but I'm going to edit that 
I know. sound like I'm really professional. Sound like. Fuck off. <laughs> right, anyway, we talked about the animation, we've talked about the plot. The next thing I'm supposed to talk about is the music. Right, obviously this features a lot of um, classical tunes, uh, notably things such as Claire de Lune, a lot of Chopin, a lot of Beethoven, and of course the classic is the number one here, everyone loves it. Mozart's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star uh, played in a new way new amazing way but there is of course incidental music that happens throughout the thing as well because we all like a bit of classical piano music who doesn't okay who doesn't Hitler that's who Hitler and five year olds five year olds no as evidenced by this there are five year olds that love a bit of classical piano because there's yeah. that bit where he goes into like a cafe plays it and all the five year olds are like yes mate that's sick yeah, yeah. But um, what about the music? Did you even notice it? Mildly. Yeah. It's very much overpowered by the the show pieces. Yeah. Uh, the yeah the show pieces are great, but only at the very probably the second last episode is where I really noticed that wow that was a good bit of music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that's about it really. It did have good music. It was just sort of pushed aside by these amazing pieces. I don't think it's a, a bad thing though. I don't think every soundtrack has to be in your face and memorable. It's just good that it goes along quite nicely with the tones. Well, the thing about it is, is that this is a slice of life, right? And slice of life things tend to have things, tend to have soundtracks that aren't in your face. Because the the idea is, is that when they're doing their daily life shit, you don't want to have something that's in, intruding on, on the emotions and, and just everyday life, do you? Because they're, they're just living their everyday life. It sort of takes away from the realism aspect of it, in a sense, doesn't it? Exactly. I mean, I'd be happy if this didn't have music. So having something un- unintrusive and something that basically just, uh, just creates an atmosphere, well, I'm happy with that. And so I was pretty okay with it. But... One thing I was thinking of is there's a visual novel in America called uh, G Senshu no Mao. In America, I said. Fucking idiot. Japan. Um, the, you can go and get it on Steam. You can go and get it on Steam, but don't do that. Just pirate it. Yeah. Uh, the fan translation's better. Yeah. It's, that makes sense. Yeah, and they screwed up the ratio aspect. The thing about that, that visual novel is that a lot of that um, revolves around music. And the, basically the first 25% of it is is like a slice of life, right? Yeah. And uh, they've done like... Every single song in that game is basically a um, remix of a classical piece, right? They're, they're kind of like unintrusive songs, but they're like... They're a lot more noticeable. And even though there's a lot more tracks in the game, it seems like there aren't because you do sort of hear a lot. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe they could have done something like this for Your Lie in April, where they did took classical songs and did, like, modern takes on them. That oh, made, that would, that would have been really good like that. Yeah, that I would have been really, really good with a bit, like, a classic and a bit of electronic. That would have been great. But yeah, that, I think that would have been really cool. Uh, yeah, it would I have been so. uh, Because they tried with the first theme to tune to display that he was trying to ignore classical music, because the, the first theme tune in Your Lie in April was quite poppy. Mm. And you can see him at the beginning listening to it. It's quite cool. Okay, he listens to it a few times, doesn't he? Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's listening to it on an iPod and trying to transcribe it into sheet music. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and uh, it like actually listening to the theme tune in the show. It's like it's a bit bit wanky. It's a bit funny actually because like bringing that back is they mentioned he had a job transcribing music, didn't they, onto sheet? But then. 
it like it never got mentioned again, did it? No, never. But yeah, I mean, there's not really that much more to say about this. It's 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 decent. It's all right. It's not the best slice of life I've ever seen. I loved aspects of it. I I hated certain aspects of it, and that's basically how I feel. But it's not. You're not here for my opinion. You're here for the noob's opinion. So well, Pete, we are kind of here for all of our opinions, don't you think? No, nah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't give a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about Sean, especially. So Pete, cold. It's time. Well, that is well I liked it. All right, okay, Sean. Thank, give, thanks, Sean. Uh, all right, Sean, give you a quick summary. Um, it was In good. three words. Good anime watch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Pete, um, give your uh, lengthier summary followed by a, a score. Okay, so, yeah, it had a lot, of, um, a lot of good aspects. The animation's beautiful. The story is quite touching, although the humour wasn't really on point, like you got a real feel for the characters and how they interacted with each other and I thought this was really good actually I was really surprised how much I did enjoy this I mean it's not going to be one that I'd rush back immediately to watch again but that's mainly because like you can't go back and watch this once you know everything so um, I've, I've I, watched it I've watched it twice before we watched it this time but it had been a few years but yeah shit. yeah but then you said to me you said to me in a whatsapp message because Sean and I t- spoke about this a little bit because the rule is we're not really supposed to speak to Peter about it before the podcast but I spoke to Sean and I said because he recommended this and I said I didn't realise this was so fucking slow and Sean said to me in a WhatsApp message yeah he, I forgot it was so slow oh right okay and the point is, is that, that yeah on a second on a repeat watch I think it is quite boring I found it I found it really slow on a first watch and one of the things that annoyed me about this I will let you continue with your summary in no, a minute carry on. but one of the things that annoyed me about this I think if you're married or in a long-term relationship for a long time, sometimes romance animes can feel quite plodding. Especially because I don't mind a romantic movie. I'm, I'm happy with those. Like, Rebecca is one of my favourite movies of all time. Well, it's sort of romance slash horror. But the point is, is that those types of things are fine to me. But when you go and you watch a romance anime... They tend to sort of draw out the romantic elements of it quite massively, and being somebody that's in a relationship and doesn't has no desire to sort of, you know, be courting again. Do you know what I mean? I don't really give a fuck. I just like get to the meat of it. Just I, ask her out on a date. Shut I, up. With these, I just like the way, the, in romance anime, I like the way that they go about doing things and I like the way you see the characters grow and the interesting th- situations they get put into and how they do- deal with it and stuff yeah, like that that's, that's what I enjoy about it but so. another good example is, is Girlfriends as well that's another one where you see the characters grow but that's why it's interesting but then sometimes when you see uh, a, a bad example for example is Train Man have you ever seen Train Man? no Train Woman is it Train Woman or Train Man? Train, I can't fucking remember. I haven't seen either of those. I've got a terrible memory. But anyway, uh, anyone who knows anything about Japan will remember this. It's basically about um, a guy who meets a woman on a train and he saves her life, essentially, because some guy starts getting leery and then he's he's debating whether or not to call her back. And if you watch the drama version of it, um, he spends a whole fucking, like, I don't know, it must be about 40 minutes of an episode debating whether or not to text her back. Um, and he's doing this. Uh, I was speaking to his mates on a forum, and he's he's and they're, they're like, text her, do don't text her, text her, don't text her. And it's like fucking text her, oh, you man. prick. That's horrible. And like this is what bores me about romance anime specifically because there is it's just 
I don't necessarily see that as as character development, or I guess it kind of is because that is a believable character, somebody with no confidence, and I've got no confidence. But the thing is, I've also got no patience. So if if it were me, I would just it it bores me watching people that that have. I haven't got any patience for that typical sort of text error or anything like that. No, though. but like even with somebody, it's like uh, you know you always see this in anime where it's like I really want to tell her how I actually feel, but I can't right now. And it's like shut the fuck up, just do it. I, it, I don't know, it just bores me, man. It bores I, me. I don't think there was a lot of that in this. Though. No, there wasn't that really. But I think what what it was was there was a lot of them not um, really getting to the meat of it and hanging out as friends because they were letting the music get in the way. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what kind of annoyed me um, a, a little bit, and that's what I found slow about it, um, really. And I don't think I have much patience for that nowadays because for me, like if if I like somebody and I want to spend time with somebody, well, I'll do that. My wife, for example, I'll make time for her rather than letting my piano lessons get in the way. And God knows they do get in the way, you know. Yeah, when you play us a jaunty tune. Okay, let's play a little bit. Oh, it's really coming along, man. Oh, no, I'm getting good. That was um, Chopin's Nocturne number six. Mrs. Gertrude upstairs is... She's a good she's lady. She's getting mad. She's getting mad. I'm playing all time of the night. <laughs> Mate, you got to stop that, man. Poor poor Gertrude. All right, so any requests, uh, I'll do them. I'll play you and I'll play us into the demo segment in a minute. But, Pete, you need to finish your summary. So, yeah, I um, in terms of rating, I'd probably give this a seven and a half. Nice. So that's sort of like a really, really high six then, because it's so high it's gone to a seven and a half. Yeah, I'd say so. It's gone through that ceiling, isn't it? It's gone through the six ceiling. What? <laughs> what you mean? You mean like the sounds of your awesome piano playing to, to Gertrude upstairs? All right. Okay. Now I can actually play. So give me a. I'll play the theme tune to your line eight. Go for it. I mean, I've done, I've done a sort of different take on it. It might need work. Sound like the fuck ma- off. Like some, some spent like... months on that. Oh dear. It might need a bit more work. You could be more encouraging, you know, about my art. We could. We could. All right. So um, that is your Lion April. Some people might like it. Some people might might not. It's I don't know. Don't care about those guys. Those yeah, fuck guys those suck. guys. <laughs> We're only here for positivity. That's what we've always said about this podcast. But anyway. We've got mail to read, right, guys? We've got lots of it, got, I think. So let's get into our DeLorean and read some fucking mail in the D-mail segment. Well then, let's begin the experiments with a temporarily named D-mail, shall we? Cut the temporary crap. Okay, so the first mail we've got comes in from Owen Lean. So for those that aren't regular listeners to this podcast... This fucking guy, man. He sent every time he sends us in this weird email where you've he's like written in some sort of foreign language almost, and you've got to guess what anime it is. So here we go. Okay, Rasta, hear me now. So you were done dead, sistrin. Then you fella boy woke up by jiggling about with your Babylon. So you're basically dating a necro rapist, aye? And yeah, you was like computer and tings. And you can only say one word, but it's fine, Irie. But now Rasta's landlady is like, yeah. You got a Babylon has risen your clone. Is Armageddon Yaldem? What you do? Answered some of those words. What even is that? I think he's supposed to be Jamaican. Owen. Is it what is it? Jamaica the anime. Ali, Ali G in the house the anime. So let me let me get this straight. So somebody dies, wakes up, is a computer now, and can only say one word. Does anyone know what that is? No idea. Send in an email if you know what that is. What the fuck even is that? Jesus Christ. 
You're making me crazy, Owen. Oh, fuck off, Sean. Um, okay, so <laughs> next one he sends in is actually a question, and this is also pretty bad, so strap in. So, I think we can all agree that the style of performance prevalent in anime can be seen to derive from traditional bunraku. However, I believe that we can also see plenty of other Japanese theatrics influences. If, for example, we were to closely examine Serial Experiments Lane, you can see the subtle nuances underlying Yugen of no theatre. In fact, the entire series can be broken down into a Jōhyaku rhythm. In additional, if one was to look at comedy animes, or even cooked moments in other anime, you can clearly see the influence of comic kabuki theatre. The extreme close-up of exclamations we see at moments of surprise or shock can be directly compared to the Mie tableau used in theatrical style to echoes extreme emotions. With all these elements in mind, can you answer me? On a scale of 1 to 10, how pretentious is this question? Rick and Morty fan out of 10. That's Nice. Nice answer. Sick burn. I think we've got to ask Owen to not message this podcast anymore. I mean, we won't have any emails anymore, but the fact is, is that that, is, that does suck as a question. Uh, it's not really, yeah. Well, There's nothing we could say to that. But Owen, thank you very much for sending that in. No, fuck off. You know, no thanks. No mate, thanks for no, sending that in. You've got to tone guy. it down. You've got yeah, to tone, tone it, it down. down, mate. Tone it down. I think we've told you this on every single episode so you, far. You think you own this show? Um, well, We own this show. No, yeah, he's actually actually yeah. donates on Patreon. So yeah, he kind of owns us. But also, the... Um, if we don't, like, he knows that we will read his questions because we haven't got that many. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and he donates us on Patreon, so we have to read his questions. I write, I quite like your questions, to be fair, because they're, I don't, they're, they're I well don't, obscure. I, I, hate, I hate them, no. but still keep paying, please. But, but to answer your question, 9 out of 10. Okay. Right, we did get some on Facebook, some actual real questions, didn't we? Let's, let's we get did. one from Nick Lamley first. I like that one. Okay, yeah, so Nick Lamley has come in and said, if all three of you were sent was sent to space with a one-way ticket, what anime would you take with you and why? You know what? I'm going to answer for Sean because I think I know which one he's going to say. Full Metal Welcomist. You know what? Actually, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But I think you're right, actually. I think I was wrong in what I was going to say. I was going to say Naruto because he was going to be like, it's not as good as Full Metal Alchemist, but it's longer, so like, yeah. Or oh, it's got that key story about Boruto's dad. Well, maybe I was going to say that. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I, I think I should make an anime about Boruto's dad at some point. If I did that, I'd bring that. Yeah, I definitely would, mate. Show how the father and son relationship goes on, you know, with the aliens. I think they should make a Boruto spin-off. Am I right, though, Sean? Is Peter right or am I right? Because one of us is right. Yeah, I know. One of you is right, yeah. So which one is it? Um, You were right. I was right, Naruto. Crap. Yes! I really thought I was on to something there with Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> hey... Um, you know what? I think I would take that opportunity to finally watch Naruto, that that great anime about Boruto's dad. Yeah, yeah, mate. <laughs> because I, I've never watched it, and Sean always tells me to watch it. Do you reckon I would actually like it, Sean, or would it annoy me? Uh, I think a bit of both, a bit of both, really, because there are there are a lot of really good moments in it, but there's also very annoying moments. It is uh, well, because you know about shonen anime. Oh fuck that then! All right, I'll take something else. If I was to take something I actually like up into space, and I'm only allowed one. Oh, space dandy, space dandy. You know what? That that's the that's the anime that keeps going on giving because it's got it's got all types of different ones. If I'm feeling in a uh, in a funny mood, I will watch a comedy episode. If I'm feeling in a uh, somber mood, I'll watch one of the sad episodes. If but, I'm feeling like I want something action-y, I'll watch the racing episodes, you know? 
But the weird thing is, though, like, it'll be in space, so when you'd be a bit sick of it, you'd be like, ah, oh, it's reminding me of space. I'm in space right now. I think it's hardly a realistic depiction of space, is it? I mean, well, actually, it might be. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, could yeah. be NASA is lying to us. NASA, whatever. NASA? NASA? Nacho. Yeah. Pete, how about you? Well, you've only watched, what, eight at this point. It's hard to say after all of these ones. Maybe Kaijo. Maybe some good fapping material. Actually, no, that's a good that's a good angle because you're not going to see a woman. You're out there in space on your own. You need some good fapping material and God knows you can't have a fap to Oratsuki Doji. I mean, that's... I mean, there's there's nearly a stiffy in sight when that's on about. But, the but at least is, Kaijo had some awkward bonus. Yes. I'll give it that. But the thing about it is, is that there was a follow-up to Nick's question. He, oh, yeah, he, he follows up with something so, else. So, yeah, if you met an alien on your travel, do you think your choice would represent humans and Earth well? Well, let's let's put a twist on it. So you, you now have to pick one to represent humans and Earth. So you meet an alien, right? And now now which one do you pick to represent humans and Earth? I'm going to guess which one Sean is going to pick. That's the game. You don't Baruto. even know. You don't. <laughs> I'm going to pick... No, he picked Baruto. Um, oh, no, was that... No, no, you're wrong, actually, because I'm going to pick... Naru- no, you're wrong. I'm, I'm not going to pick Baruto. I'm going to pick, pick Naruto. I'm going to pick Naruto because... Uh, yeah, because this... the relationship with Naruto and Rock Lee, it just shows the the greatness that humanity can have when we come together and fight as a team. All right. Well, I was going to say some of those things, yeah, but like, you know, don't don't, don't be yes. don't be assuming things, you know. But he assumed right, mate. I know. I knocked out yeah, the may, Maybe a bit. That was spot on. Not. Yeah, maybe. Sean, was I right? Yeah, well, I wasn't. I, I, I might have probably was going to say that exact thing, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so very highly likely he's taking the words right out of your mouth. Oh, oh man. Nice. Sean, no, sorry. Do you want to answer? No, you already did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, represent humanity. You know what? I, I, I don't know about this, though, because the thing is, is that I feel like the. the uh, anime so underrepresents humanity in so many ways um i think uh, a left field answer probably bacano right because in that anime that has it's, it's basically like an italian gangster anime but it has such a wide variety of characters ranging from like uh psychopaths to relatively normal people and i think uh, they, they would then get a good picture of of what people are actually like yeah that's a really good answer actually um pete how about you it would probably have to be your lie in april because it will show the artistic merit of um, of humans and the earth, and it will show the um, the relationships can be a good thing. Good point, and they might get some banging tunes out of it. True. Right. Who doesn't love a bit of Chopin? So next up, we've got a couple of questions from Terry Hansen. The first one is, what's your favourite vegan ice cream? Coconut. I think that's the only one that you can really get in the shops, isn't it? No. Well, name another. Mint. Good point. All right, moving on. I've, I've never seen one that's not made from coconut, though. I haven't. Um, I've I've seen. Co- I bet it's like mint coconut, though. It, mo- it probably is. Yeah, it probably Whoa. is. I just, you know, talking about vegan stuff makes me sound like such a fucking idiot, though. I I really hate talking about it, like especially on a podcast, because I think I feel like people, whenever they find out that you've got that diet, they immediately think you're some sort of hippie wanker do you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean so well, just for balance well, my favourite vegan ice cream is beef I don't really eat ice cream um, so I have a rocket lolly you eat ice cream 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, no, you don't eat that. You don't eat that. That's pretty rank. Sorry, I'm, cu- I'm cutting that. I'm cutting that. <laughs> cutting. If you could have an anime character as a guest on the show, who who would it be? Um, based on the small amount of animes I have actually watched, um, I would probably say, uh, Corsair actually. Although he was quite boring, he could definitely liven up the room with some banging piano. He could do our jingles for us. Yeah, exactly. He could play yeah. the D-mail segment on on piano. Play the team tune. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Do you think all of your answers are relating to the recent anime because it's the one you've just watched? No, I was going to say one of the people from um, Love Live, but I couldn't remember any massive... of their bloody would names. Would it be the one with the massive tits, per chance? Uh, no, it would have been the main one. Uh, what about um, what about those characters from the Splatoon manga? Those guys, they're Yeah, cool. but it has to be from an anime. It has to be from an anime, <laughs> not a manga. Yeah, oh, yeah, can't be from the Splatoon manga. My answer is going to be Sailor Mars. The reason being is because she could do a fortune-telling segment on the podcast. That might be interesting to listen to. And because she's be got really big boobs. No, she's a, uh, she's a schoolgirl, Peter, you disgusting pervert. He just shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next question. Short, wait, Sean, what's your answer? Short, next question. Baruto? Um, no, no. Naruto. Naruto? Um, I'll probably... Chabubo? Uh, Rock Lee? No, I'll probably... <laughs> Rock Lee. Rock Lee's cool, but no, I'd say probably Maori from Steins Gate, because she has like pretty cool imagination and pretty stuff. Pretty cool. Uh, or, or maybe Daru. Is that what they call it? Or maybe Daru, because he's well nerdy and stuff. He could hang with us. He, he could help with the technical problems. Uh, he could do that, and he's quite a good talker as well, and he like he likes the 2D ladies. Super hugger. Okay, Pete, <laughs> nice. next question. Okay, so we've got another one in from Nick Lamley as well. Has Kanye West been in touch yet? About is what? He, is he trying to imply that we're famous? No, I think he's trying to imply that Kanye West is now jumping on the anime bandwagon. Oh. Well, is Kanye West making anime? He's going full Neo Yokio. No, I think on, the on fact that he's... I think he's name-dropped a couple of animes here and there. I, I thought he always liked anime. Like, sort of like Snoop Dogg or um, or Doctor Strange or something like that. I thought he always liked... Doctor Strange a rapper? No, Doc, no, Doctor Strange, the Marvel guy. He, he, he. Oh yeah, he's an anime fan, isn't he? Yeah, he's read. Uh, he, yeah, you, uh, there was a picture of him reading manga. You're. Uh, you, uh, I think. Oh, you mean was, Benedict Cumberbatch? Um, no. do, is he, do you think? Do you think that Doctor Strange and Benedict Cumberbatch are the same person? Uh, no. Well, I thought it was based on reality and stuff. Um, I'm fairly certain that picture is fake, Sean. <laughs> God damn it. It like, probably yeah he is. It's, it's a meme now. Every, everyone keeps it keeps changing. I've seen the same picture, but with him reading D and D. All right, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I was sort of joking there before, but you're saying that the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch is reading the manga is fake. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. It is a meme, unfortunately. But Benedict, also, Benedict Cumberbatch and Kanye West are two different people. Uh, newsflash. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I forgot before. about that. But yeah, what's Kanye West getting in contact with us for then? No, he's not. Nick Lamley got in contact with us, asking us if Kanye West has been in touch. Well, no, I would like to speak to him. Um, what but, about? Um, so is that your answer then, for the, which anime character you'd have on the podcast? Yours is Kanye West? Yeah, probably, yeah. All right, good. So, um, any more questions, Pete? Uh, yeah, we've got one more that's come in from Terry Hansen. Tell me what you think the secret is behind this podcast's amazing success. In what facet, though? Does he mean, like, the podcast? Because, like, that's not... I think he means artistically, because if he's talking in terms of views, then he's taking the piss. I mean, Um, Terry, you know, 
whatever you've been smoking, you might want to lay Give off it a bit. No, I'll, I'll, I'm glad you like it though, Terry. Yeah, I'm we're really, really, I'm, really, really, I'm really, yeah. Thanks for your support and that. No, it's really cool of you, but um, like, he's he's, I do, he's taking I, the piss, Sean. He's I, making a joke at our expense. No, Don't thank him. No, he's not. No, he's fuck not, him. No, he's not. Fuck and, Terry. Uh, fuck you, Terry. Thanks. Don't you ever listen again. Thanks, Terry. But I do. Don't fucking email us. But I do hate. You're dead to me, Terry. I do hate making this podcast. You see, you can I hate s- it too, man. You can see why. Like, but yeah. Yeah, no. Fuck you, Terry. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Cheers, Terry. Dis- you know what? You disclaimer, know- Terry. We don't actually hate you. We really enjoy your questions. Thank I you very much. You. No, but disclaimer, Terry. I do hate you. No, the funny <laughs> thing is, we do, the, 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 the reason that we made the Patreon, right? P- Patreon.com forward slash Teach Me Senpai. Dropped it in there. Well done. Was because we do actually hate making this podcast. That's, that wasn't even a joke. We do hate it because the thing about it is, well, you're you're kind of speaking for yourself and Sean there. Well, you like it, it, but we don't. Yeah, we fucking hate it. I hate it when you give me things like Urutsuki Doji for fuck's sake. Well, you wait till next one. Oh, we're not even looking forward to it, and it's one that I like. Oh man, this is this is worrying then. So that was the end of the questions, but this brings us neatly on to the next one we're going to watch because the thing about this podcast is is that the hardest part is watching the animes and fitting it into our bu- uh, our busy schedule, right? We have to watch one of these fucking things a month, and especially when you get one that's quite slow or difficult to watch, you know, it can be bloody hard. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be no exception with the next one we're going to watch. So the next episode is going to be all about a classic, surreal manga. What do you mean Which, by surreal? Like, what I mean by manga is anime. Well so you done. already got surreal on your ass just then. That's pretty surreal. What I mean by surreal is I mean serial experiments lane. Sorry, this is fucking confusing. Serial experiments main is it lane? Serial experiments lane is the next one we're watching. And serial exper- experiments main is the new Stephen King novel. Serial experiments main. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So serial experiments lane. It is all about the internet written by somebody that doesn't understand what the internet is it's all about consciousness it's all about what it, what does it mean to be alive what does it mean to think things like this it's it's got a story that barely makes any fucking sense and you've got to figure it out all in 13 episodes oh dear someone's going to download their consciousness to the internet and that's how it's going to end isn't it well, you don't know how it ends, and it's not going to end how you think it does. It doesn't go how you think it does, and it is fucking weird. And I believe, Peter, that you're going to have a tough time with this one. Yeah, you haven't seen anything like this. No, uh, I believe that this is an amazing work of art, because it does, there, there isn't anything like it out there. Okay. Um, when I previously spoke to somebody about it who, who watched it as well, um, in fact, Sean and James, one of my friends who watched it, we both said that we enjoyed it. Well, not quite enjoyed it, but we were glad that we watched it. It's one of those. Okay. I did not enjoy this. No. And now so, you've got to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same with Fooly Cooly. I didn't enjoy that the first time, but I watched it the second time and I enjoyed it. Maybe, hopefully, it'll happen this time too. I hope so. I hope so. And this was actually suggested by Owen Loon, who con- tr- contributes on Patreon. So he's basically Brilliant. our boss at this point. Thanks, he- Owen. Word, Owen. So, if you want to get in contact with us, then please do. So, we're on Twitter at SenpaiPod. 
Thanks, retweet Pete. And we're on Facebook as well. Just search for us on there. We're also on Google+. And, of course, you can email us at teachmepodcast at gmail.com. And like Harrison said, we have got a Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash teachmesenpai. Bingo. And we've got reward levels on there. Oh. And guess what? For a pound on there, right, you can just be a regular dude, right? Uh, and uh, for a fiver, right, you can suggest animes to watch. Right, and we'll and we'll play, we'll watch, and we'll play, we'll do, we'll do, do an episode back right fucking now, Which is right? exactly what Owen has done. So thank you very much for contributing, Owen. It's not pounds, it's, it's in dollars. But anyway, for twenty five dollars, right, you can suggest punishments that we'll do for Sean when he plays up. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, right. exactly. So, so you you can just tell us you te- mm. you can tell us to shoot him in the leg, and so, we'll do it. So nobody nobody pay this well, somebody do it man well, nobody be, currently does I'll be first. really happy and really sad if someone does because we'll have money but the thing is Sean will get shot in the leg you can tell us anything to do we'll bloody well yeah because stuff just sort of happens and like you know it's annoying watch that first one that comes in for $25 it'll be like stick his leg in a bear trap or something we'll do it well I won't but I no mean, we'll do it I'll to be you. there in spirit no we'll do it to you <laughs> so that's it for another podcast if you want to hear more of us well, I do an RPG podcast called Tabletop Twats, and Sean, you've got some shit going on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, me and Peter, we got a gaming retrospective podcast going on called Two Crude Dudes, where we examine a game series or something like that. And you believe know? it or not, Sean's not quite as amateurish as he is on this podcast. Yeah, yeah he's actually kind of professional, it kind of blows my mind how well, he goes I, into a quibbering you know mess it, on it, it. No, it fucking annoys me because he should be bringing his A game on this one but he doesn't, so fuck him. He brings his C- minus game. Alright, so that's it. That's it for another episode. Shut up now. Do, right. Shut up! So don't, you're don't all talking. Shut up! No talking! Don't. Oh, Shut. Be quiet. I'm doing the outro. I'm bored now. Okay, goodbye everyone. Sorry about this episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>